Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast on Northeast Streaming Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Time travel. This could be any time. Civilization might have fallen apart, but wrestling will still exist. And if you found this here, then you are in on the thing that you need to be on at any given moment. Give it a listen. Make a new friend. Find a new experience. But when wrestling's involved, Stu is involved. And you don't even have to be in the UK because we're global, baby. Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Listen to it on any place you listen podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, maybe something that hasn't been invented yet. I don't know. Again, time travel. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time for British Wrestling Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer! I look into the mirror and all I see is fail. You're staring back at me. My guest today on Stu's Wrestling Podcast is none other than the former NLW middleweight champion, Myron Reed. Myron talks about first watching wrestling with his grandma and idolizing Jeff Hardy. He had plenty of stories about backyarding many years ago before he formally started training. He's getting booked extensively across America, but you can see him every week on MLW. MLW's been back for a couple of months now, and it's great to see him and the other members of Injustice tearing it up with Contra Unit. So, without further ado, my guest for episode 75 of Stu's and Podcast is Injustice member, former MLW middleweight champion, Myron Reed. Enjoy. My guest... All the way from Louisville, Kentucky, in the good old US of A, it is Injustice member Myron Reed and the former MLW middleweight champion. I've got to get that in as well. Got to get that in. And, and make make sure you put the next, the two-time MLW champion. I, I MLW hope so. Middleweight champion. I Absolutely, hope, man. I hope so. I, I love Joel Reign. I know, obviously, there was a long time now with MLW where it wasn't on because of the pandemic. So I know it would have been, would have seemed a lot more obvious in MLW. I know you're obviously cropping up in other promotions. So uh, how, how has it been um, being like back in with MLW and, and shooting and doing, and doing the matches and stuff? How's that been? Oh man, it, it was, it was a relief, man. Uh, the, the whole lockdown and stuff, you know, uh, it was just a time where everyone was just kind of panicking, you know, just not wrestling for months especially after just having shows almost every weekend for going from every shows every weekend to like barely wrestling ever. So like, it, it was, it was a big, it was a big adjustment. 
but you know it was that I took that time to try and better myself and you know whether it's in the gym working on promos watching matches like you know just trying to trying to be a better wrestler during that time out was it was it hard was it hard not being at shows not just with MLW I know you I know you're on the independence as well was it was it hard for you Absol- oh absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely because I've heard absolutely. I've heard from some guys, Myron, it's like I just I, I just focused on myself in the gym and stuff like that. Some people have coped with it better than others, I think, from a wrestling standpoint, from what I've heard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I feel like some it, it, it's, it's real easy to get sucked into the whole, like, you know, just kind of get depressed about it. And, you know, I'm just going to stay at home. I don't want to do nothing. Because, <laughs> hey, like the first couple of weeks, I was like that myself. And then I was like, you know what? I got I got to get I got to get up. <laughs> I got to do something. Because once this stuff returns, I don't want to come back and be and be missing a beat. And everyone else is, you know, especially the people that have been working. I don't want nobody to pass me up. I'm, I'm a hard worker, and I want to, I want to show that, you know. I want to go right back. When, when was your fir- When did you first experience pro wrestling when you were younger? What, what was, when were you first subjected to it? I remember coming into wrestling uh, around the time when they had SmackDown was big, and. Uh, I remember like the rock and triple H feuding and uh, my gr- my great grandmother was like a huge rock fan. So she treated it like it was like every time she watched wrestling, it was like she was cheering for the Super Bowl, like, or the NBA finals or something. And I really, I really like enjoyed that. And I seen how much she was passionate about it. And it made me that passionate about it, especially being younger, two, three years old. I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And watching them and, it just everything was so real and it, it, it these guys were just like larger than life and i was like you know what one day i want to be larger than life i want to i want i want a kid that's two or three watch to watch me and and one day become a pro wrestler because he's seen me and that's what made him love it or fall in love with wrestling you know what i mean absolutely which other guys did you like in the early early days who, who stood out for you which guys jumped out the screen uh, when I was younger, it was, it was definitely The Rock, but like that was like two, three, maybe four years old. Once I like got old enough to really like understand it a little more, I was freaking huge on Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio. Like Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy were like my two favorite when I was like eight, nine years old. Like I had all the Rey Mysterio mask, all the action figures. I would I would cut up like uh, sock, long socks and and wear them <laughs> on my arm. All my my parents used to hate it. Like quit quit tearing up socks, man. Like we were buying these socks, and you're tearing up these long church socks and stuff, and cutting them up, and and doing this in the living room. And <laughs> but I'd say I'd tell you what, just to single out Jeff Hardy, he stood the test of time as well. Look how long he's been around, man. It's I mean, it's incredible. Damn. It's incredible what he's achieved. I, he was definitely ahead of his time. Definitely yeah, ahead of his time. Yeah, him, him, and Martin Lita as a, as a as a free was just. Incredible! They were the amount of merch they were selling. Where they were, you know, they were out selling. They were out selling the other guys. It's incredible. That's Good that's the thing, man. That's the thing in wrestling. Like you just got to be ahead of the curve. You got to be doing something that's different, and you got to be confident in what you're doing. Like a lot of people want to follow trends, but you got to like step outside the box and, and be you. And that's what really sets people apart. You know. How about like I think. Progressing, progressing off that matches, matches that stuck out to you during that time. Is there any Speaking particular particular matches? Uh, I was a, I, I really enjoyed uh, when I was younger. I really enjoyed the match with um, uh, Jeff Hardy and Undertaker, the uh, the undisputed title match. 
definitely Jeff Hardy and um and Undertaker. I really I really enjoyed Shawn Michaels and, and John Cena at WrestleMania. Um I like the Rey Mysterio and uh Chavo Guerrero I quit match. That match I was super, super, super invested in when I was younger. And I enjoyed uh I believe it was Undertaker and, and The Rock and No Mercy. I think that was definitely another one. But also, uh, when I was coming up, I, I really liked I once CM Punk got on, on like on the scene, like they really like showed like he was like really big on Ring of Honor and stuff like that. So I went back and I really enjoyed the match with him and um him and AJ Styles. I think from like oh four, the pure the first pure wrestling mm-hmm. championship match. Super, super, super big on that match. Um, but there's a lot more, man. There's a lot of matches that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I'm I'm the same. I'm the same, man. I can't People ask me, people ask me, give me, give me a top three. I, I, you're limiting, you're limiting, <laughs> you're limiting yourself because it's just ridiculous. I, I'd be more, you think, sorry. You think about all the Undertaker WrestleMania like street oh. matches, like you think about the Shawn Michaels matches and the, the Triple H's, mm-hmm. ma- Triple H mm-hmm. match he had, both of them. Like, Jesus, like, I, I, I couldn't even like pinpoint. I was, I was there for the, for the career versus the streak. I was in Phoenix for that. This is incredible. Back, back to you now. I'm going to go going to you personally. When did you begin training in wrestling? When did that come to be? Uh, for me, I started in 2015. Um, it was like the end of the year, uh, 2015. I remember, like, I was backyard wrestling when I first started. And um, I remember, um, I remember, like, before I even started backyarding, there was, there was like, a whole lot of big backyarders, like, had huge influence like on like backyard wrestling and on YouTube. It was huge on YouTube. And I thought it was really cool the production part of it and how they like did everything. I was like, you know what? Not only do I want to like be a backyard wrestler or a professional wrestler, like I want to start my own company. I want to get my friends together. I want to record it. I want to edit it. All that stuff. Write the script, everything. I did all. Like I remember when I like moved to uh Atlanta, Georgia, my junior year of high school, and uh we were still running backyard wrestling shows and uh I remember, like, I would I would come home to Louisville, like, once a month. So, we were, like, I would write script, and we would film, like, a month or two months worth of, like, like wrestling and just for YouTube because we would, like, try to put the episode out every week. And that's, that's, that stuff's still on my YouTube channel if you if you go back and watch. But <clears throat> once that happened, I, I seen the people that I was inspired by that was uh, backyarding, and then I seen a, lot of the, a couple of those guys go pro. And I was like, you know, this is always a dream, but like they did it. So I know for a fact I can do it. So that's when I started looking up wrestling schools. What's the cheapest route right now? And I went to this place called uh, WWA. And this was in Central City, Kentucky. It's about two hours from my house. And I was driving there every like two to three times a month in training. But then I realized, you know, I was learning the basics and I realized that I wasn't getting enough ring time. It was like it was only two to three times a month. So I went to OVW eventually. I mean, the people at WWA didn't like that. They were pretty upset about it because... They wanted me to just be strictly there, but I went to OBW, trained with Rip Rogers for about two, three months, and it was like every weekend. So like it would the the, the ring time was was completely different. And every time I would go back to WWA, I would like the 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 progress would definitely show. So like after that, you know, I just got linked up with guys like Michael Elgin, uh, Sammy Callahan, Jake, Dave, Chris, all those guys, and. Um, IWA, all that stuff, and, and man, the rest was history from there. How about how about crafting your move set when you were learning? How how easy or how tough was that putting together what you were going to do in the ring? I like asking you guys this. Uh, when I first started, um, I was like 
a huge Seth Rollins CM Punk fan. So like I was doing a lot of their moves when I first started. I'm, I'm not gonna lie about it. And then eventually, as as time went on, man, like once I would once I like get start getting on these shows with people, like I would start realizing that everybody was doing the same moves. So I would like eventually like. I, I think once that, that, that curve of me wanting to try and start doing my own stuff and not look like everyone else was once I got to MLW uh, 2018 or 2018, 2017, because I was starting to do moves and I was starting to see everybody was doing it. Like the Spanish fly, everybody started fucking doing that move. Uh, so I stopped doing it. The springboard cutter, like I, I, I used to, I hit it from when I started. Like I was doing that move in the backyard. Like I was, I was hitting it. I, I believe I've seen uh, Jimmy Jacobs do it. And then I've seen Will Ospreay do it because when I like when I was backyarding or just coming into pro wrestling, it was Ricochet and, and Will Ospreay mm-hmm. going freaking crazy. So I was watching their matches constantly, twenty four seven, fully. And I probably watched them probably a hundred times and was just doing all their moves when I first started. But like once you get to a certain point in wrestling, you start to realize like, look, if I got to separate myself from everybody else, I got to do different moves. I got to look different. I got to wrestle different. I got to be different. So now for me, it's just. I, I'm doing moves, and if people start doing, if a lot of people start doing the move I'm doing, I'm like, all right, I gotta change it. <laughs> That's cool, man. Did, like you know, adapting, adapting as you were going along, then and adjusting it. But I, just uh, I've I've seen you in matches in in various matches. It's not just it's not just the high flying moves with you, is it? You got a good you got a good ground you got a good ground basis as well. I find when I watch you. Yeah, uh, for now, like I've been trying to like do less risky uh moves that's gonna like hurt my body uh sometimes you know it's worth it when it when the match when the when the match is big enough um but yeah that i mean just just trying to make sure my 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 moves that's well-rounded to where i don't have to go to the air as much so myron from training to first match how long how long was it when you first got in uh, I know, obviously, you backyarded, but yeah, your first real, you know, match for for a promotion from training. How the the like time limit? Yeah, time, yeah. Uh, getting you know training to the first match officially. Uh, I started training in December twenty fifteen, and I was managing in January of twenty sixteen, and from there, like. From managing, I got to, you know, see what it was like, feel the crowd, interact with the crowd and, you know, get get more and more comfortable. I wasn't comfortable enough, but I was comfortable enough to step in the ring, I felt like. And I felt like I think by April, March or April of 2016, I was wrestling. By March or April of 2016, I was wrestling. Sweet, mom. But that was cool. That was cool. So... You, you looked at doing the management gig. Was that as a way in? Was that a way in for you to then wrestle? Did that, is that the way you viewed that at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely did. Uh, at first, I was, I was, I was a little upset about it at first. I was a little upset about it at first. I was like, I want to get in the damn ring. I feel like I'm ready. I mean, everybody thinks that, but you know, eventually, eventually, you know, I it took some time. And once, once I stepped in the ring, I was actually glad that I got to manage. And, and interact yeah. with the crowd because it, it helped me out tremendously. That's that's cool. That's cool, man. The, like the, the way it, the way it happened. Uh, early early matches. Then when who were you who were you coming up against? Were you against um, established guys or were you against newer people to the business? When I uh, I was against the guys like that was established in their area. Um, not really 
huge indie established guys, but it was more so guys that are established that have been working in their area for a long time. More 40 miler guys. Uh, some of the guys I was wrestling were, were traveling, but they weren't like super worldwide known. You know what I mean? So like that, I felt like that was definitely helpful because, you know, I, I got to slowly work myself up. And by the time I was a year or two in, I was working with established guys. Once I got to Rockstar Pro and, and IWA Mid-South, like those, those two companies really helped me tremendously with wrestling big name guys. Like I remember when I first started, I was like a year in and I got to wrestle Jonathan Gresham. And I, I had no business being in there with them. But I did good. I did good. I felt like mm-hmm. I, I hung in there with them. I got to wrestle guys like A.R. Fox, Shane Strickland, um, Dave J. Chris, Sammy Callahan, Zach Dez, Trey Miguel. Like all guys, guys like mm-hmm. that, like the, like those guys definitely made me better, for sure. That, that's, that's one hell of a tapestry of guys, isn't it? Different, you know, all different, all different styles of, of the game there. I can just tell by all their names that you've just listed. And I'm, Absolutely, man. I bet. And it's just... Sorry, I'm about, oh, yeah, I was just I was gonna just say like it, it just it's like you gotta like sacrifice and and go after like I remember like moving from Louisville to Dayton, Ohio, not knowing what what to do and like if this was the right move, but it definitely it, that's what made me who I am today for sure. How how often were you on the road at that point? Was it was it, were you on the road a lot with the with in the early times? Once I moved to Dayton, Ohio, like I remember like. I was making little to no money, but I, I knew for a fact that it was going to pay off. So I was taking like 16 to 20 bookings a month. Like I, I was home maybe eight to nine days a, week, a month. Like I was, I was always on the road, like just trying to learn, trying to get better, traveling to shows. Even if I'm not on the show, uh, showing my face. Hello. Hi, hi to the promoters. Hopefully he'll book me eventually. And, and that, that worked tremendously because it, I eventually started getting on these bigger shows by showing my face and showing up to these shows. I didn't just expect someone to, hit me up and say, oh, I've seen your work, blah, blah, blah. No, it didn't work like that back then. So, you know, had to, had to show face, had to that's, travel. That's, that's, I'll tell you what, like, what I take away from that is like the persistence, knowing knowing that it was going to come come to fruition for you. Yeah, well, definitely, definitely, definitely. I, I just felt like, you know, if you get what you what you put in. Mm. And, and a lot of people feel like they're just owed a lot in wrestling but that's not the case like you got to put in the work if you want to be if you if you say you want to be the greatest wrestler of all time you got to do the greatest of all time type shit like you gotta you gotta do stuff that people aren't willing to do you gotta do stuff that people are are not doing like if people are sitting at home so for example if 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 someone is on the, or like working out or whatever four days a week in there they're training four days a week three days are they're resting i need to be fucking training six to seven days a week like you know what i mean like yeah it's no break uh Work now, rest later. Like it's is it was my mentality. Now now's the time for you, man, while you're young. Make that money. Make that Definitely. money. Get booked. I, I like you're getting booked. You're all over. You're all over, man. Everything I see. I know I know you booked for the first time ever title match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, yeah. I know I've I've scooted forward there, but yeah, but like it was just, it's just cool. It's just cool to me because I saw you I saw you in MLW. That's when I first you know, so so than justice with Jordan Oliver and Koto Brazil. How how did it come to fruition? Did Court Court Bauer get in touch with you to come to work for them at MLW uh, Fusion? No, I I hit them up first. Like this was like 2018, and I knew that I was moving back home, and I wanted I wanted to be somewhere. I I knew other companies were were like 
you could get a contract there and stuff like that. But it would you would mostly be exclusive to them, so you wouldn't be able to travel and stuff like that as much on the indies. So like I wanted to work somewhere where I knew that I would be signed somewhere and I would be able to get that uh that exposure and marketing behind me. Not only that, but also be able to still work on the indies like I was a regular independent wrestler. And that's what I love about MLW. Mm-hmm. Like like the the I felt like it's it's the marketing behind it's like pushing me to the to the freaking moon. And it's helped me become a better wrestler, better at promos, wanting to do promos. Because I remember when I started MLW, man, like the first day there, they had the promo. I was like about to piss myself, man. I was about to shit myself. I was I was nervous as all get out, man. And just it's being in there with the wrestlers, like um, at the time, is like I remember watching um, Low Key on NXT as Caval. Like I was like freaking like, bro, I was I was starstruck. I was I didn't I didn't know. Like I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And it just took time and getting more comfortable and i just i hit them up in 2018 and i was like look i sent my resume i was like this is what i've done i'm i'm really looking forward to like i would really like to come work for you guys and and the rest was history man they hit me back they were like yeah we know who you are we're big fans of your work but i i hit up um msl it wasn't court so the guy pretty much below the mouth uh okay i'm with you man now i'm with you on that i'll i think um how how did it come? Who came up with the creative process to put you in the faction Injustice? How did that come about? What uh, it was a thing where Court knew that me, Jordan, and Cotto were because when we our first matches, my first match was against Cotto. Jordan's first match was against Cotto, and we both had bangers, like absolutely like show stealing type matches with Cotto. And he was he was just like man. He was just like, I don't know what to do with these guys, but they're I want to do something with them. So and I remember I remember like not being on the show for like two shows. Like it was like two, three months, and I was like, damn, dude, I don't know what they're gonna do with me. Because I'd had that match with um Jason Cade where I hit the cutter from ring to ring, and I was like, yo, after that, he's I'm I'm I'm, I'm in there, man. I'm in there. And his, and after that, like, I remember not being on the show for, like, two, three months. I was like, fuck, did I do something wrong? And I come back, and they're like, we want to turn you guys heel. <laughs> we want to turn you guys heel. We want to put you guys in a group, blah, 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 and we want you guys to run with it. Like, you guys are talented. You're being slept on, and we want you guys to really feel that shit. And, and like, literally, like, we felt that shit. Like we felt like, you know what, we might be smaller guys. We, we, mm-hmm. we might be overlooked cause we're young mm-hmm. and we're not like these huge names, but we're going to, we're going to eventually be huge names. We're going to make huge names and whatever we want, we're going to fucking take it. And the rest was history, man. Like he, he gave us the ball. He put us together. And, but like, for example, like I knew who Jordan, me and Jordan go way back, like backyard wrestling way back. So like when he put me with Jordan, I was like, Oh, we got this. So from there, like, man, we was, we was ready. Like, I remember still being nervous about promos and Cotto being like, look, let's just cut extra promos. Let's, let's, let's get with the camera people. Let's just cut extra promos. And we just start cutting extra promos, going extra mile. And, I, and that's why I say like in wrestling, like you got to go over and beyond. You got to do shit that people aren't doing. Like if they don't cut, they don't put you in a promo. They don't have you written for a promo or whatever you may do. Go out there, man, cut one, like hit, get the camera people. Like, Oh, can I cut a promo? Like, can I cut one? Just anything. Just that people, they, they respect that. They see that you're, you're putting in the work. And that's that got us like in the position that it, that it got us. I feel like if we weren't taking the initiative to 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 go further when we were when like we first were put together, then the group probably wouldn't have been would have got as big as it got. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely, mum. I I'm a big I was a big fan of the chest protector as well. I like that. Yeah, man. That was that was Ala, that was Ala D'Lo Brown. As soon as I was like, hold on, this is D'Lo Brown. This is like you know, obviously doing Yo, making it your own, the, making it your own though. In the same token, the thing is, is like I knew a lot about D'Lo Brown, but I never knew about the chest protector. I guess the chest protector was just ahead of my time. It was just like uh, uh, further back from my time. Like I'm, I'm 24, so like when he had that chest protector on, I was too young to really like. I wasn't even watching wrestling then, so. Once I went back and I was like, holy shit, like it's kind of cool. Like, like this is where they're getting this inspired shit from. Like, this is dope. Like, so I was like, okay, now that I know that D-Lo's done this, I gotta like modify it to mm-hmm. to my own stand to my own liking and, and to the new era. Like, and that's just what I've done. And now I've got a new chest protector. So not you know, it's I feel like this this vest is, is much better than the last one. I felt the first one was just a like a test trial. They they threw it on me. They were like, let's see what happens. And then I was like, fuck that. I got this, this, whatever catcher's vest, whatever it is, I'm going to run with it. So, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving what's going on. And I feel like it sets me apart from people. The match, the match for me, I, I said to you, actually, I was watching it before just to jog my memory, but I watched it the, the week, the week fusion drop. You and Te- you and Teddy Hart for the middleweight title. And I know it was back in 2019, man. I know it was a while back, uh-huh. but how how was that for you? How how was that pitch for you? And how did you feel when they said you're gonna win, you're gonna win the MLW middleweight man. title? What what ran Dude. through your mind, man? Dude, he was just I remember them telling me that like we want to do big things with you. And this was like I don't remember, but they were like, we want to do big things with you. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to start stepping up, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, they put me in a title match against Teddy. And I'm just thinking like, okay, this is a big match. They're going to probably have me lose, but it's going to start officially like building my shit up. And I got there and they're like, you're going up. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh shit. Like, I was surprised. Like, you're going up. Okay. Holy fuck. Uh, so we get there and I remember having the match and, and beating Teddy. And which, you know, I've wrestled Teddy before that, like, a couple times. And I remember having matches with him. And, you know, we're going completely off of what the fuck we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> that's just Teddy. Like, Teddy's just like, I'm going to do the fuck I want to do. That's just Teddy's. That's Teddy Hart. And you got to love him, though. But uh, other than that, like, once we got in there, we did what we did. And I won the match. And I see the crowd's reaction. And they're like, what the fuck just happened? Mm. And so when I seen their reaction, it hyped me up even more. Like, motherfucker, you didn't know this shit was coming. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah. I was so hyped. Because you see me, you see, if you watch the video, you see me like, yeah. surprised. And then, and then I, seen, I seen everybody else like, what the fuck? And then I was like, let's fucking go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it was it. That was, it was, that was one of my favorite moments of all fucking time, man. I, I, I'll never forget that moment. Never. That that was it. That was in New York, wasn't it? If memory saves. No, 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 no. This wasn't in New York. This was in Orlando. Right. Okay. I'm getting getting my venues mixed up because I know obviously there was. Yeah. You'd run. You'd run Uh, a set amount of shows at one venue, wouldn't you? I got mixed up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We 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 definitely run a whole lot of shows at in at uh, New York. Yeah. I had my first title defense in New York against uh, Lindemann. Um, New York's the one with the uh, the ramp that would run across and yeah, I get my. That's it, man. To, no, go, man. to go back to go back to Teddy Hart, I'm I'm just a fan at the end of the day. Never wrestled, never stepped foot in the ring, wouldn't be good enough. I know that. Two left feet. How good, how good is Teddy Hart? Because you hear just how how far ahead of the time he how far ahead of the times he was, but getting in there, just how good how good is he, Myron? 
Hey, man, when I first started being new into wrestling, like, you hear stories about Teddy, and you're like, Teddy, if Teddy don't like you, he'll beat you up, like, type of thing, like, so I'm like, you know what, I might, I'm, I'm, I was preparing to go in there, like, if he doesn't fucking, like, rock with me, then I'm gonna have to fight him, <laughs> like, we're gonna have to fight, like, because you hear about that in wrestling, you hear about guys, and they're like, you know, if they don't like this young boy, then they're, they're gonna beat up on him, and um, I got lucky, and Teddy actually likes me, so we had a great match and it was easy. You know, I knew what I was getting into stepping in there and it, it was, it is what it is. And Teddy's like one of the best, like in ring wrestlers I've ever seen. Like he's like crazy good, but you know, he just, I guess he just does his own thing and people don't like that. <laughs> people want him to do what they want him to do as far as like when he wrestles for these companies and, and he does his own fucking thing. And I'm, I'm thinking that's just like why, you know, you know why it is what it is, but you know Teddy's he's, he's a great wrestler. I felt like he's awesome, and being in the ring with him was really a privilege because you know it helped me like learn how to switch shit up on the fly because we called some shit and we definitely didn't do that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it definitely it definitely helped me though. Like I look back back then, I was like, damn, why don't we change everything up? But you know, looking back on it now, wrestlers do that shit to, to fucking test you. Like you're gonna you're gonna be a fucking champion, like. We're gonna we're gonna test you. Like you're gonna we're gonna switch this shit up on you. See how you fucking do. Like you, you got to be ready for anything if you're gonna be a fucking champion. Like, and I respect that. I respect that. How about how about working with Pillman Junior. and uh, Davy Davy Boy Junior. as well? How, how, uh, are those, how are those guys for you? I didn't really work with Davy, but I know for a fact that Pillman, when he had his like, I was like, I wrestled him. I was like a year in, and this was a rock star, and I wrestled him like his first or second, not his first match, but I think it was like his second or third match. And goodness gracious, whoo, he came a long way. But um, I was new then, too. So, like, I, I had no business being in there trying to, like, um, instruct someone that's brand new to wrestling because I was damn near new my fucking self. But, other than, like, when we had the, the recent match, like, you know, um, it was what it was. Pillman is Pillman. And that's really con honestly all I got to say about that one because I, I don't want to, like, you know, Talk bad about nobody, but you know, no, 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 <laughs> as no. a person, I love Pillman. I love Pillman as a person. As as a person, we're cool. We're cool. But as a as a wrestler, you know, he he he's he's he does his thing too. He does he does what he wants to do as well. <laughs> that's that, that's fine. That's hey, that's how you that, that, you've said <laughs> yeah. you've, you said enough. You that, that's that's cool, man. Oh, yeah. Going going back into going back into now. Obviously, MLW's been back on telly on the TV on YouTube. We get it on YouTube over here now. Oh, yeah. um, it was on Free Sports, believe it or not, which was a bigger bigger platform in the UK, I think. But uh, anyway, how how is it working? Yeah. How is it working the program with Country Unit? Because that, that's, that's, oh, that's what's going on at the moment. And I love, I love Jacob Fatu. What, you know what? What a I, talent. I, oh, man, he's, he's, he's like incredible. Like he's in the ring, he's incredible, but he's, he's still a hoe. I feel like. <laughs> 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 but no, uh, I feel like I remember like when I was watching wrestling, I felt like I was watching the, uh, I remember being a huge fan of the Shield when I was watching WWE. And um, being a, a fan of the Wyatt family as well. And I always tell myself, I want to see these groups work against each other. I want to see this feud so fucking bad. They finally gave it to us. And it was probably the best feud I've ever liked. This is one of my favorite group feuds, uh, like, besides Roman Reigns and the Usos versus AJ Styles and then, like, Primo New Bullet Club. 
whatever. That, those are like some of my favorite feuds in wrestling, newer feuds. And I get those same vibes with this. Like, I feel like that I, I feel like there's some kid at home watching right now that, that love that shit and is watching our stuff just like they were watching, like I was watching that. So like, I feel like we got to deliver and we, we gotta, we gotta be different though. We gotta, we gotta make this different and we, we gotta turn it up. And it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited to be a part of a part of this and, and be an influence, man. How how is it? I, I assume they they've put it to you that you're you're working face in that, or have they not? Did they not? Did the management not tell you to do that? Have they just said go, well, go with whatever you feel? Well, well, what I like about it, man, like I said with the with the whole Shield and White family thing, they neither one of them were babyface. You know what I mean? Mm. So. That's what I like about this. We we are not really babyface. No, no. This, this, yeah, that's why I like to ask you. That I feel like we're we're right in between right now. Like mm. we're at first. I mean, we were we're definitely heel, but like I feel like we're right in between. But like, Contra's the the biggest heel group in in our in our company. So I just want it to be something that people can look back on and be like, yo, when I watched MLW, Contra Unit and Injustice like really made me like love watching him on w i i'm not just blowing i'm not just blowing smoke because i'm speaking to you the, the whole I, I love i love mlw as a whole myron because it's like 45 minutes 50 minutes but it, it's so it's so fast paced and the way Absolutely. it's produced i just i can't i can't sit i can't sit for three hours and watch raw but man it's it's hard it's hard but with mlw you get a lot you get a lot crammed in in, in a very short space of time, but it tells the story for everyone. Uh, that's, that's how I perceive it. And I feel like, you know, each week, like, in like, n- not a knock on uh, what WWE's doing. No, I've no. Always been a fan. no. I've, I've always been a fan of, of their stuff, but like, when you see these feuds every week, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have to sit and like, you see something happen, so example, someone gets attacked or something, you're like, what the fuck, I want to see what happens with this. But you maybe get a promo or something like, involving the story the next week. It's just that build-up that, like, gets you, like, more and more ready for it. Like, and like you said, like, people's attention span now is, like, mm-hmm. like, like, this has got to be, like, quick. Like, you got to have it quick. Like, and when you, when you do, when you combine all that together, that's, like, that's, like, the perfect formula. Like, okay, we're going to make these episodes quick. Like, they're going to be an hour long to where people aren't, like, taking a whole three hours out of their day watching it or two or whatever it may be. And we're going to put a little bit of every sprinkle a little bit of every storyline in there so people are still in, invested and and when they finally get the payoff it's that much bigger you know what i mean so i feel like definitely that like you're definitely right on that i appreciate i appreciate not that. i'm not too dissimilar i know it, i know they're not running it at the moment but it will be coming back and nwa power with the um with the with the old school studio vibe like back when it was oh still- man that is that's I, I i i like like you said i like that vibe i feel like Everybody, I feel like I like MLW because they have that underground vibe, like that old school ECW type of vibe, like less less hardcore, of course, but like that old school ECW type of vibe. And then NWA, of course, has that old school AWA or NWA vibe. And it's it's just dope. Like I feel like wrestling, you got different different sources of wrestling and it's all different. It doesn't look the same. And it's it's not like you're turning the channel and you're watching the same fucking thing with different wrestlers. You know what I mean? I like I like the fact as well. Going back to NWA, I just love the way they've uh, they've packaged Nick Nick Aldis as champion, taking on oh, yeah. taking on taking on all all comers. You know, 
it's the, the old school the old school traditions of that belt and how how Ric Flair went around the different territories and defended and uh, yeah that that's cool man that's cool who, definitely who who in MLW who you haven't had the chance to work with would you like to work with who who's who would you like to tear it up with man I'm always I feel like I'm always down for a challenge like I want I want to wrestle the people that people don't want to wrestle that are scared to wrestle. Because I feel like that's gonna make that makes me different. Like I said, like you want to be the best, you got to do the best type shit. And I want to wrestle low key, man. I want to wrestle low key. Hey, hey. <laughs> he's been in the business for that many years, man, and his, his yeah. knowledge. Uh, yeah, that that would be that would be a ball. It's, it's only gonna it's only gonna help me out more. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Lose or win, I'm 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 bringing the, I'll bring the fight to his ass, and and it's gonna help me grow as a wrestler. Being in there with someone with his uh with his his resume and his experience that's that's cool man i'll tell you what else i like with mlw uh tom tom lawler uh obviously i know timothy thatcher's now on nxt i love that vibe i love i love that mma style oh yeah as well oh yeah it's just it's tom lawler's the man it was it was incredible and you know he, he he had his he had his run as champion didn't he as well so it's just you get a bit, you get a good mix, don't you? Styles. That's that's the that's the perfect for me thing for me as a fan. Absolutely, I agree. Definitely agree. Where where else uh, where else are you booked going forward, Myron? Have you got many bookings? Um, last year, I remember towards the end of the year, like especially when everything was shut down, it was starting to shut back down. Um, bookings were like pretty scarce, but now this year, like I've I think I wrestled in January like maybe four or five times, and that's a big that's a big step from once if I get lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean with the pandemic. So, you know this this coming February, I feel like I think I have about five or six. So bookings are slowly picking back up for me. Like I'm 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 on the road. I'm on the road mm-hmm. six to six to eight you know, nights a month. And I feel like that's the perfect balance. You know, I'm not who I was back then. And I don't feel like people are going to pay what, you know what I mean? Back then, 16 to 20 bookings, you know, I'm little to nothing. It's easy to get a booking then. But, you know, when you're, when you've done stuff in the wrestling, you know, you, mm. you're more marketable, uh, you're bigger draw and you get more, you want more money now. Like, you know, it's going to be less bookings, but Hey, it's less, it's less damage on your body, more time home with the family, more rest time. More time to study, get better. Um, just mentally is better. Like so, that six, that six to eight, maybe ten on some months when I'm feeling crazy hungry. I feel like that's the perfect, perfect balance. And hopefully, we can get back to that. Have you felt? Have you felt safe at the venues with obviously the pandemic? How, how have you felt? Has it, has it been set up? Has it been well organized in terms of safety for you and the other wrestlers and and the spectators, the paying audience? I feel like the, the the companies are doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Every company I've been to has done a great job with, you know, the whole pandemic. You know, there's been some companies that, you know, need to probably get kicked in the ass, you know. <laughs> but there's, there's you know, there's every company I've been a part of, I've they've done a great job with, you know, keeping everyone safe. And, and God uh, God forbid, but I've I've been very fortunate enough not to have COVID yet. And mm-hmm. I've, I've stayed away from it. And... Like, and I just feel like the wrestlers, not only the, not only is it the promoter's job to keep everyone safe, it's the wrestler's job as well. Like you gotta wear your fucking mask, you gotta sanitize your hands. You know, you wrestle, 
you know, get home, get your ass in the shower, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wash that shit off. Like, wash your hands, you know, keep your mask on. Like, it's just, honestly, it's, 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 a, it's a group collective effort. That's cool, man. Who who do you like watching um, in other companies? Maybe maybe guys also on the independent level that haven't been on you know haven't had the national international exposure. So yeah, to start with, who who do you like on the, on the big in the big promotions, the televised promotions, which, which guys um, are really doing it for you and you like watching? Man, I I am such a fan of wrestling that like I I just like people that to separate themselves from everyone else. I, I I don't really like watching people that, you know, you could watch them and you can turn on another channel and you can see someone that's kind of similar to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I like people that are different, that are confident, that, that have that swagger about them that, you know, that just screams, you know, superstar. Like, like I, I don't know. I like watching Bianca. She's dope. Yeah. I like, I like, I like, I like Swerve Scott. He's dope. I like, you know, like, I'm a I've I've been a big fan of Leo. I'm a big fan of Leo. Leo Rush, of course. You know, n- not only a big fan. You know, you you, know, you got to be fan. You got to you got to wrestle your idols sometimes. But definitely still a fan of his. Like I remember watching him on Ring of Honor coming up, and I was like super inspired by him. And uh, I just feel like uh, on top of that, um, I think like I like Top Flight and uh, yeah AEW. I like mm-hmm. the Young Bucks. I've always been a fucking huge fan of the Young Bucks. Kenny Omega, of course. Um, I just like watching guys that like look different. Not only like in today's age, like just from in any age completely, like just any age of wrestling completely. That they just separate themselves. That you know they are bigger, larger than life superstars. Eventually, like you know, it, when you have that swagger about about yourself, like you you definitely stand out. And you know, I. That, honestly, that's that's. I'm a big fan of wrestling in general. Like, what what about what about your bigger guys like your, your Drew McIntyre's, uh, Wardlow, Brian Cage? Um, I'm thinking of what's his name as well. It's gone. It's gone. The Murder Hawk, Lance Archer. You, do you like do you like those guys, or do you like the style? You I remember. Like? I remember wrestling Brian Cage. Uh, I think I was like maybe a year in. And I was fucking terrified, but you know. I didn't have <laughs> When I, but when I was, when I was, when I was actually there, when I was actually there, like it, it was definitely like I was like, okay, I can't let this fucking guy show. Like, no, I'm fucking scared of. You. Like, I'm not fucking scared of you. But, but when I was like in the ring, I was like, oh fuck, sweating beads, sweating beads. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm, I'm like Drew, like those guys, like I mean, I feel like everybody in wrestling that are on the bigger stages, like it's something about them to where they're. That's the reason that they are signed and they're on these bigger stages. Like they're all talented. But you know, it's just I feel like I like. I like guys that like, like I said, just are different, and mm-hmm. that show that like when I was when I was like watching wrestling, I, I I really really liked Seth Rollins when I first started when he was in NXT and stuff because with him swinging the title around, I was like, I had I got those Jeff Hardy vibes, on. Mm-hmm. like I was like, and I was a huge Jeff Hardy fan as younger, so like Seth Rollins is like I was huge on. I like guys that like like separate themselves and uh, that are doing shit outside of the box that like. Like, for example, I don't know if you heard of Effie, but, like, he's fucking different. Mm-hmm. I like watching Effie. Like, I, I think he's dope. I, he's completely different. Like, you've never seen nobody coming to wrestling that's pretty much like him. Like, he's he's set, like he's made it cool to be, like, gay and, and different, like, in wrestling. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that, bro. Like, this, it, mm-hmm. I feel like you got to be you. Like, and I love that about wrestling. I love that people are able to be themselves now. That's and sad. Definitely. 
Because it can be, if you're not yourself, it, the fans. Will... Yeah, who are you trying? Who are you trying to be? Like, uh, yeah, the fans. I, be... I can tell. I can tell a mile off when someone. You can see it through the screen because I've watched it Definitely. for that many years. But yeah, as you say, man, stay true to yourself and uh, absolutely. You said about Bianca Belair, fantastic. She, she deserved that Rumble win, and hopefully now this will lead to the title. Which other women's wrestlers? you really like watching because they're so the, the ladies are so good they're, they're incredible man, i remember when i was backyarding and watching candace LeRae, man in uh pwg like because i was i was really watching pwg like huge like watching their like their uh, show highlights that they would put up on youtube and trying to fucking do half the moves they were doing when i was on the trampoline but you know it was i feel like i i feel like female wrestling definitely nowadays are like they're definitely moving with the with the with the times and they're they're a lot of these girls are, are getting better than the guys like they, they're they're good mm-hmm. now like they're really good like and it's i can i feel like i can watch all kinds of wrestling now that's cool man i'm a big uh i like i like ray ripley i really i'm a big fan of her i think oh yes 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 i yes. i, I absolutely they they've kind of the booking the booking of her she lost she lost a few matches and i was a bit like i don't know about this that the girl, the girl has got it, but I'm sure it'll come around again. They just like oh, it, that's how that's how it does. That's how they, it goes they, they showcase they showcasing certain people a bit more than others, and then her time will come again because she's just got Definitely. it. She and she's herself, and she's got that metal rock vibe. And, and uh, that 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 Jeff Hardy vibe, man. I'm telling yeah. you, dude. Like, <laughs> she's, like a female, she's like a female yeah. fucking Jeff Hardy. It man, goes like, back. I can see this for you now. It goes back to Jeff Hardy with a lot of yeah, man. man it all stems from Hardy, yeah. man. It all stems, uh, and that's why that's why I've been like like with my whole gimmick, like changing shit up. Like I'm wearing like this this red eye, like underneath, like eye paint underneath my eyes, and it's kind of to show like like I don't give a fuck. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's demon time. Like it's time to fucking go crazy and do shit. It, like you know what I mean? I, I feel like it's 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 definitely like it's that 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 part of me is definitely like a. a a tribute to Jeff Hardy, like you know, I feel like that's a part of me because I've I when I was watching when I was younger, I I love Jeff Hardy. Like I I was trying to watch. I don't care what it was, whatever match was Jeff Hardy on, I'm I'm watching that shit. Oh, Hardy's on right, watching it. I'm watching it. You know, like mom, record it. Like I don't care if I'm missing it, record it, please. I need to watch it. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's that cool, is, man. man. What what would be your tips for guys that are gonna want want to start training? And then obviously what would be yeah, what would be your tips and then leading into the ring? What what are your top tips for guys that are looking to do do this as a career? Um I'm gonna be honest with you, like you you like when it comes to wrestling, like you can't be hesitant. You gotta go after it. And what you gotta be you, and if a motherfucker tells you that this ain't gonna work, that ain't gonna work, if you believe it, nine times nine times out of ten it's gonna work. If you if you continue and be consistent about what you wanna do in wrestling. It's going to work out like just you got to you got to you got to you got to be headstrong, like mentally strong, like and you got to know that, you know, shit might not be working right now, but it's going to fucking work. I'm going to make it work like and training might not be going the best right now. Uh, I might not feel like I'm the best or going to be the best one day, but you got to believe it. You got to be consistent. You got to work after it. Like you got to sacrifice and, and, and go and do shit that people aren't doing. Like you see people around you, what they're doing, they're like, oh, I'm not fucking going to that show. I'm not getting paid or I'm not. I'm not fucking uh, getting anything out of this. Fucking take your ass to that show and, and meet these promoters and, and do what you got to do, man. Like, it, it all comes full circle. This is your dream. This is what you want to do. Sometimes you got to do it for free, but you know what you're doing. Like, it, it's going to pay off in the long run. Like, 
for example, like, okay, what's $2,000 or something now compared to a, a million down the line that you make, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, you gotta, you gotta be ready to sacrifice mm-hmm. and, and be consistent with what you do and, and confident in, in what you do. Spec- also yeah. humble and respectful, humble and respectful at the same time, yeah. but just know like, Hey, I'm going to listen and say, you're right, but I'm gonna do me. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I'm just, I honestly, it's just, you know, you got to want it. You got to, you got to want to, you got to know that you're going to have to sacrifice seeing family, seeing friends, you know, you're going to have to do stuff that, you know, like as far as like in the business, you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to, people are going to make fun of you or try and pull you down, but you got to be mentally strong and know that like, look, this is what I want to do. I know I'm going to make it. I'm going to manifest this shit. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be great. I'm going to make a lot of money in the business. I'm going to be a superstar one day and I'm going to work until I get it. Like, and if you have that mentality, you're going to be straight and you're ready to work and put down, put down and grind. And I feel like you, you're great. You're good. You're golden. Myron, am I right in thinking you were part of the rascals at some point? When it first got put together. Yeah, uh, man. I, I was like, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I was doing some research. It's like he was in, he was, he was in the rascals. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. definitely like three years ago well when they yeah. first got like yeah i was definitely a part of it but we all went our separate ways yeah, so man. It's, cool. Our- it's cool to see that you're all like you've broke off and you're working different different places it's uh it's incredible, yeah. it's incredible. absolutely we're yeah. all proud and we all still talk like almost like every day like those are my brothers that's a lot that's a lot of talent right there going forward i tell you absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Myron, where can the viewers and listeners find you on social media? Hey, man, uh, the young goat. So you want to find the young goat on social media? You got to check me out on Twitter, the bad read, backyard wrestling name. I had to keep the the, uh, the Twitter handle. But uh, Instagram, it's reads, period, world. And, of course, Facebook, Myron Reed. YouTube, Myron Reed. Mm-hmm. Uh, check me out on all of those, man. I'm dropping content all the time as far as uh, YouTube goes. And, uh I'm on Twitter. When you see me on Twitter, I'm probably promoting stuff because, you know, I try to stay off social media as much as I can because, you know, it could definitely be toxic sometimes. But I, I try to I try to, like, you know, promote and, and interact with the fans as much as I possibly can. So, you know, catch me on all those. Follow me on all those and uh, make sure to stay tuned because we have more. We have more coming. For Absolutely. Sure, more. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it, man, to see you <laughs> where you're going to turn up next hopefully hopefully you're going to turn up in the uk once it's all back up and running man i'm i'm, I'm i've been trying to do that man I'm, I'm i'm definitely trying to get on that man There's, for sure there is plenty of places to come and work man and oh trust me. i know i know a lot of people out that way so i'm definitely trying to get on out there and, and there's no i'm not just being like you know because it's my country like there's no crowd there's no crowd like the uk crowd it's it's yeah. something it's something to behold it's something to behold yeah. my guest all the way from louisville kentucky today the former mlw middleweight champion you'll be champion again mark my uh, words you'll be uh, getting, first time. yeah first time. you'll be getting you'll be getting that gold back member of injustice you'll find myron in so many promotions across america as well he is everywhere literally everywhere this man so thank you very much for coming on stew's wrestling podcast today man man thank you for having me it's been a blast this episode was brought to you in association with powered for tv so go and check them out for anything wrestling related old events new events when we come out of covid podcasts you name it it's all there at powered for tv so find them across social media
Social Podcast Network.